Hey gang, Akil Stokes here, host of the Trading Coach Podcast. I got a question for you. What is perfection in trading? What does it look like? What does it mean? That's what we're going to discuss in today's episode. We're also going to talk about the proper way to evaluate yourself as a trader. That way you stay on the right track and really stay away from that wrong track. Now, if you guys haven't done so already, please take one second, maybe even two, to leave me a rating and a review on whatever podcasting app or platform you listen to this on. That is one of the best ways you can support what I'm doing here at the Trading Coach Podcast. I don't ask for much, no money, no anything like that, just for your support and that rating and review. All right, let's hop in. It took me a while to, I don't wanna say understand, but accept this, but the most difficult thing about trading is that per... I want to say there is no perfection, but I believe there is perfection, but perfection is different, right? Perfection is not perfect, right? So it's like, I don't know if you guys ever heard the term, I don't know if I'm making this up or I heard it somewhere, but like imperfection is perfection in a sense, right? I hear this with modeling a lot, right? I hang hang around a lot of models, right? And there used to be this thing that like the perfect face is like symmetrical and all this fun stuff, but in the modeling business now, what they're looking for is imperfection because it shows what human beings are. Where if you have a, a mole or a beauty spot or a, a, a ear that's bigger than the other or a bigger nose or, or the eyes that are slightly out of line, right? Imperfection is perfection. And in trading, it's the same way. We, we think that, and this is what gets us into a lot of trouble, we think that in order to be traders, we need to be perfect. And the thing is that we do need to be perfect as traders or close to perfect as possible. But the thing is that we misjudge what perfect means. We assume that perfect means winning, right? Because all through life, we've been judged off of a score where if we take a test and we get 100 out of you know 100%, then that is the perfect score. If we get all the questions right, we get a uh, perfect score. If we get questions wrong, we get a bad score. Um, so we're always kind of driven for the result, the result, the result, where it's like a math-based concept where math is either right or wrong. But in reality, it's more like art. It's more like writing where there's interpretation, where you can have, I guess, opinions in a sense in, in writing, where if you were to write a paper, right, and obviously it's not like a research paper, but a, a, a paper where your opinion's in it. You're judged off of how you write the paper. You're judged off the grammar and did you cover the topics? You're not necessarily judged off of your opinion. So in a, in a sense, you're being judged off of the process and that's how it, it should be. Your professor could be like, no, I, I disagree 100% that you think turtles are the best animal alive or whatever like that, but the paper was written well, you didn't have any grammatical errors, you hit all the points and cited all the things you needed to cite, you get a 100%. And trading is much more similar to that than math because we can do everything right and still be wrong, right? The euro yen was probably, I, I don't think I could have, I, I couldn't have looked for a better setup as far as the entry, as far as the location, as far as the profit potential. There was nothing better than that. And it just lost. <laughs> it just lost. It lost rather quickly. Didn't even give me hope. Didn't even take, didn't even get my hopes up. Didn't even give me, I, I gave it the little note that said, hey, um, do you like me? Check yes or no. Yes, no, or maybe. Didn't even give me a maybe. Just straight no, <laughs> which I appreciate. I, I would much rather lose that way, guillotine versus like 
being uh, you know slowly tortured. Don't because now I'm out of the position. I can reset my mind and look for the next thing instead of kind of being stuck in a position that leaves me in limbo. But you're going to have trades like that, and you have to be able to bounce back from it. At the same time, you're going to have trades where everything is wrong, right? And you see me do this all the time with my analysis where we analyze something and I'm like, guys, no way I would ever risk money on this thing going up. Huh, preposterous. And then like we come back the next session and it goes up like a million pips. And it's like, why? Why did it, what, what, why did it do that? And, that's, and we have to be able to let that go as well. So we can't punish ourselves for trades like the euro yen because the trade was wrong. We can't punish ourselves for missing a trade that we weren't supposed to be in because the outcome ended up being right. And that's what so many traders do. We, we punish ourselves, punish ourselves, punish ourselves. At the same time, we never reward ourselves for being, for being good. Tom never rewards himself for a good trade because that's expected. So again, we get in this, this, this feedback loop of never celebrating the good and over punishing the bad. And that just beats us down. So we, we have to be focused on the process. And the way that we can perform perfection in the market has to be process driven. I answered the question the other day, I'm doing all these little Instagram and YouTube short type deals. And, and a question was asked, how do I, um, how do I know that I'm a, a profitable trader? How, when do I feel comfortable saying that I'm a successful trader? And that's a question I struggle with because I, I don't think there's an actual timeline. And I, I don't think it's, you know, I don't want to say it's it's a monetary value because I've been in a position where I've made I've been very successful for like three months and then I've blown it all a month later. Um, so it's very difficult for me to say that. For me personally, I didn't start believing it until I did it for a full year. But I would say that you can call yourself successful when your process rate is high. So if you're judging yourself, if you're grading yourself off of every trade and, and mistakes, if you're reaching 85, 90, 95% of good trades versus bad trades, that's when you can call yourself a successful trader. When you've mastered, and it's not perfect, right? We're going to make mistakes for humans. But when you've close to mastered the process. And then the cool thing about that is that if you master the process, bigger picture, the results should be there. You know, you could ask the question where it's like, well, Keel, like, shouldn't I worry, you know, shouldn't I worry about making money? Yes. But... Making money is the goal. It's the ultimate goal. But in order to make money, you need to focus on the things that are going to make you money. We did this the other day. We did a goal breakdown with um, the track team I coach where we're talking about goals. And I said, hey, you know, yes, you want to write down your times. Yes, you want to write down your goals. But what's more important than that is to work backwards and ask yourself, what do I need to do to achieve this goal? If I want to run this this time, what do I need to do? Well, I need to stay healthy. Well, how do I stay healthy? I need to sleep. I need to eat well. I need to lift correctly. I need to not drink a lot and do drugs and all the other stuff that damages your, your body. I, don't, I need to give effort at practices, not mispractices, right? And if you focus on doing those things consistently, then you're going to put yourself in position to hit that time, hit that bigger goal. Trading is the exact same way. We all want to make money. We all want to realize whatever that, that projected P&L is in our back testing. But the question we need to ask is, what do we need to do to achieve that? If I want to end the year with this 40% return, what do I need to do? Well, I need to take good trades. Well, I need to not sleep in and miss my trading hours. Well, I need to not 
move targets. I need to not take targets early. I need to not move stops. I need to not, I need to not be afraid to enter trades. I need to stop entering trades prematurely, right? Have that list of the things that you need to do or need to stop doing in order to achieve that goal and then fully lock on, fully lock on, lock into that list. And I guarantee if you fully lock into that list, keep your eyes on the micro and everyone wants to think about the macro, the big picture, right? I'm the opposite. Um, and I don't know if things are changing this way. You just get yelled at a lot for this, right? I don't really care about long-term goals. They need to be out there, yes. But a long-term goal is pointless if you're not doing the short-term task that is needed to achieve that goal. So my focus is always on the short-term. What is one inch in front of me? And I need to lock in and do that thing that's one inch in front of me, and then the next inch, and the next inch, and then the next inch. inch. And if I, if I keep checking off those inches, I'll gain a foot. I'll gain a meter. I'll gain a kilometer, right? And I'll get to that big goal. And that's how we need to be in, in trading. That is what being process-based is. And it, it takes having a short memory too, right? Goldfish, Ted Lasso. You take a stinker of a trade, sucks, it hurts. But ask yourself if you did everything right. If you did, tap yourself on the back. There'll be another one. There'll be another chance, right? Don't dwell on it. That's just going to lead to more mistakes. Just be mad, play your angry, your angry trader music list, your playlist, right? <laughs> and then get back to business. Bud said, the only thing we can do is follow our plan perfectly. That doesn't mean the market is going to do what we expect it to do. Yep. I learned very on, bud. The market will do whatever it wants, whenever it wants. The market will do whatever it wants, whenever it wants. And it does not care what we desire. There's another saying. I don't know if you guys remember it. Um, I always mess it up. It's, it's the, mar the market can be irrational, can stay irrational longer than we can stay rational. Something like that. I don't know if you guys ever heard that. Yep. <laughs> it is what it is. Say it ain't so. <laughs> All right, let's get the business. Hope you enjoyed the show. As always, I'd love to hear your feedback. I have a few questions for you. One, I'd love to hear your opinion on what does perfection in trading mean for you? What does it look like? Also, what do you do to grade yourself on your trading performance? Meaning, what do you do to judge whether you're doing a good job, a bad job, whether you become successful or still on the path, right? There's a comment section here on the, the Spotify version of this that says like, what did you think of the episode or something like that? Or if you're listening on YouTube, you can leave it in the comment section below. If you're not on any of those sources, hit me up on social media at Akil Stokes RTM. Shoot me a DM. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear your opinion. That way I can share it with the trading world and we can generate a good discussion and throw some ideas out there so that you guys and other newer traders can learn as well. All right. I'll see you guys episode, episode. See you guys next episode. There we go. Until then, plan your trade, trade your plan. Take care.